You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Time out! Brian Munson. Hey, long call. Comfy left Zoom buster. 63 Bang Z Maui alert. Paradise Z-Burger Y-Rap on one. Husker Online on the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. All right, let's talk some Putin with HuskerOnline.com's Brian Munson. Joins us down the 42 Degrees of Source Hotline. Munson, hello. Happy Friday. How are you? Hey, buddy. Super Bowl weekend, too, man. You gotta get your. I gotta hear what you're thinking about the game this weekend. Interesting, interesting matchup. Okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it right off the top. I was gonna ask about. Um, I was gonna ask about your food setup because you seem like a guy who's got like six. Gr- do you have six grills? I do. Have- <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I, I nailed you. I nailed you. I got backyard. it. No. I'm literally planning on extending my concrete slab like patio because I have. Not enough grill space. <laughs> I've got to have more grill, and I want to buy a pizza oven. And on top of things, so oh, man. I have a green, I have a green egg to a to a Weber propane grill to a Blackstone uh, propane uh, griddle. Okay, so three three so grills, three, three. Yeah, that 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 tracks. I mean, which it is awesome, and you're a great guy to have around. For, for a day like Sunday, which is fantastic. Are you having people over? Like, are you getting those grills all fired up? Uh, you know what? Well, so typically the play here would be uh, head over to the little uh, the little taqueria uh, store, grab fajita meat, nice. and come back and do fajitas. We have been – I'll tell you what. This seems kind of – oh, man. I don't even know if I want to mention this on the air. Mm. Uh, it's a little sacrilegious. It's a little bit of a faux pas. Are you going to uh, say boneless wings? No, okay. bone-in wings, but in an air fryer. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, there's no so, sacrilege. <laughs> I tell you what. So we have found a couple. So I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of a, of a, of a steak. Uh, no, no free shout outs of a steakhouses uh, that's kind of chain um, that you guys have one in Omaha. There's one down here in, in Dallas uh, that has that has wings. And I love their wings. Chilies. There's something about the flavor. Uh, uh, Outback. Um, so, 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 I, I found their I found their recipe online, and instead of doing it like in a, a regular like uh, grease pit, you know, kind of frying them, I used the air fryer. They came out wonderful. And I tell you what, I have been, we've been kind of playing with it, kind of trying to find our own little thing. We grabbed the wrong hot sauce one week, and and I don't think anybody spoke right for like a week or so. Nice. Um, but yeah, otherwise, man, I think we're looking forward to doing that. Some fajita meat, and then just chilling out, man. Uh, yeah. Just kind of hanging out. We're actually gonna we're actually gonna do Valentine's Day tonight because. I think I can get there and do next week's show with you in studio. Oh, hello. So, wow. Yeah. So I was going to call, maybe text you over the weekend and maybe start making some plans to where I can get there at 11 o'clock next week. Doors open, my friend. You're you're always welcome. So, yeah. With this, I think I know where to find you. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, as far as the game is concerned, I I am following the wisdom that 
seemingly most people are following, at least the, in my like sphere of influence, which is, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know who's gonna win, so I'm gonna default to Patrick Mahomes, and that's pretty much what I'm, what I'm going with. Not bad logic. Um, you know, for 49ers to win, unfortunately, there's there's two unenviable un- un- tasks that that I have seen the Bills fail at time and time again, and that is uh, find a way to keep Kelsey from getting targeted 11 times and catching 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also I think the X factor for the game, and this is the part that I think everybody struggles with, I think Isaiah Pacheco is so underrated as a running back. Definitely. Um, he he just has a way of kind of getting lost behind the the offensive line, and then he kind of squirts through. But it's not like a it's not like he just kind of comes through at two miles an hour. He comes through full speed, and by the time the linebackers are sucked up to the defensive lineman, the guy's shooting past him. So he has a way to kind of make some incredible burst yardage that really sets him up for great conversion downs down yardage and picking up those yards, you know, to, to convert anyway on second and third. So I, I'm kind of with you. I like what the 49ers do. I love watching their offense. I, I love their weapons, the tight ends, the wide receivers, obviously McCaffrey. And I think Purdy's really good with his feet as well. I just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I get, I, I get caught up with how Detroit manhandled them mm-hmm. in the first half of the last game. And I can't get off of it. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's fair. It's it's certainly been the Chiefs have been the better team throughout the playoffs, not during the regular season, yep. but they have been throughout the playoffs. So yeah, yep, that's, they're, they're dialed in. I think that's where I'm going. Uh, okay, let's go into some recruiting. Brian Munson of Husker Online is with us. Okay, so they finally like put the finishing touches. I think on the on the 2024 class, we finally made it to the end, and they finished it off pretty good. Fiona Wilhite yeah. in the group, and and a couple more like you know, preferred walk-on type of guys. And we'll see what happens when the portal um, opens up again, spring ball time around then. But I mean, it was, they, they really added some guys there. And uh, um, just, I guess, what are your thoughts on the way it finished off for Nebraska football in 24? Yeah, I think that there's, you know, huge props, I think, to Matt Rubel and his staff. I think when they finished out in December, they knew what their plan was to get down to 85. And then as kind of the musical chairs started happening with, you know, Saban retiring and Kalen DeBoer going to or Alabama and Harbaugh leaving for the NFL. And, you know, I, I think people are going to have to see these things as not just like this year's trend. I think they're going to be trends year over year. So I think schools are going to have to kind of plan accordingly to where they, they could have a plan for how things are going to, end after the early signing day in December to how to get down to 85. But if there's a couple, three guys that come up, you know, that they go through a decommitment release from NIL or just flat out decommit anyway, or end up going into the portal, they've got to be ready for it. And I think that rule and his staff had their eyes in, on, on some guys and found like a Keona Wilhite, like you had mentioned, yep. I, I feel like, Nebraska, you know, got a couple guys. They they got McGahee and they got Shavers as, as linebackers. And both those guys are in Lincoln currently, and that's really going to help them out. But Will Height has this length that I think really is going to stand out and make him different from the other players. He's a six foot five, two hundred and thirty pound guy who wants to run anchor on his four by one team in high school. That's awesome. I mean, this is <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's an incredibly athletic dude. Um, 
so I, I think that that's a, that's a difference maker to me and they, they want to move him between the Jack and the will. And I think ultimately he could even be a guy that is hand in the dirt, you know, playing more of a, playing more of a, an edge seven or five, even that could play defensive line. Um, he just, there's a lot of tools there. There's a lot of things to work, to work with, but I think another guy that, that ended up, you know, the news came out about him on Wednesday was Kamir Prescott. Yep. And dude, I'm telling you, that's a guy that I interviewed after the spring game in the Husker online offices. And I absolutely loved his film. He, and I was in the halls like with, you know, um, Brandon Baker, Aiden Breland, Nate Frazier, all these dudes from California. And then there was, and then there was this, you know, kid down the way that I'm talking to that doesn't have the same stars as him, but man, I loved his film. I, I thought he was a super physical safety. I thought he was a guy that actually looked really good on offense as a wide receiver. Um, I thought he could also do some special teams potentially at the next level. And then the next day or two after he leaves Lincoln, he commits to Wisconsin and I'm going, great. This is going to be the guy that's going to kick Nebraska's teeth in for the next three to four years. And we're all going to regret the fact that he visited and then subsequently went to Wisconsin. But Nebraska found a way to, to get, you know, back in the picture with him after he decommitted from Wisconsin. And I really think that's a, that's a pretty big get. I think when you go back and look at all the defensive backs that Nebraska got in the regular class, I think there's probably good reason to kind of land on Prescott and say, I've got my eye on that kid. Like I, I could see him being a player that we're talking about in the fall is making some news coming out of summertime into fall camp that they're maybe going to try to find a way to get him on the football field. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what happened. As we move into to 25 now, and we, we had talked about this quite a bit, quarterback recruiting is the first thing that sort of happens, and, and we sort yeah. of set the stage, I guess, for, for Alex Mansky and his, his, uh, his regional travels, I suppose. Ends up at Iowa State, which is a great get for them. Um, Nebraska's had the chance now to sort of regroup and, and collect, all right, where are we going next? Does it, does it feel like they have any leads on where they might be looking for quarterback 25? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, there was there's there's a new offer, a couple new offers this week actually. It, I have one a story that came out this morning actually at six o'clock this morning. So it's been out there on Husker Online for a few hours. But um, Madden, I am a Liava from uh, from uh, California. Uh, he is picked up an offer from Nebraska last Saturday, last Friday. I'm trying to think because. I couldn't catch him during the weekend because he was uh, doing a seven on seven tournament. And then on Sunday they lost early. They didn't feel like talking to me, but um, this is the younger brother of Nico who mm-hmm. is at Tennessee. So this kid's out of long beach, uh, California, Warren high school. And, you know, he's a, he's a good size dual threat kind of guy plays very similarly to what his brother does. Knows Dylan Rayola knows Dylan Rayola personally. When, when actually when Madden picked up the offer, Dylan Riola reached out to Madden and said, congratulations. And he's really looking forward to getting down. He's got the spring game schedule, you know, in his hands and uh, Nebraska is making sure to try to get him out there sometime here in the coming months. So that's a, that's a guy that I I think it's going to be tough because I mean, California guy, he's gone on a recent tear of 
new offers. I think there's been some unsettling like commitments that, that kind of drives, you know, additional offers to other players. And, um, but I think Madden is going to be a dude that I think Nebraska at least is going to get a chance to host. And that's always like the first battle And, and whenever Nebraska gets that opportunity, typically, you know, that's at least where some good things can start happening. But they have made a little run of other offers, and I think people saw that, like, Matt Zollers came out and said, you know, Nebraska's not in my top four. They offered T.J. Latif, uh, who is out of Orange, California, um, another four-star guy. I think it was, like, on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, and then you had, obviously, Dylan Duff, who got offered the week before, um, and he's visited Nebraska before in the past, and he'll get back in the spring. And I really like Duff's film. I mean, there's – there's nothing to you know basically throw your nose up at with him. He is a he is a fantastic looking player. Uh, got a little bit of uh, Josh Allen to some Brock Purdy. I mean he is he's fun to watch. But there is another name that's on the list that's that's committed somewhere currently that I think people need to maybe pay attention to because mm. I don't know what the fallout's going to be with him. So Stone Saunders, who was originally the number one quarterback target by this staff before Mansky came around and before Sanders Saunders started started favoring or looking at Kentucky, his assistant coach um, that had basically promised him that he was not going to go to the NFL has left Kentucky for the NFL. So we don't know what the fallout there potentially could be with Saunders. I really like Saunders. I think people are going to pick on him a little bit because of maybe not being ideally like a six foot three, six foot four guy. But I think he's got all the throws, and he's and he's a, a pretty good little athlete to boot. So lots of things happening on the quarterback board to pay attention to. Yeah. Probably a nice little article for me to kind of sync up again on in, in, in uh, later on in this month. Well, with all that being said, I wonder like how it's approached by by the staff. Given you got two quarterbacks in the twenty four class, you, you you assume you know if, if everything works out in that regard in a dream scenario. Right, Dylan Dylan yeah. Ryle is your starting quarterback for the next three years, and then Daniel Kalen takes over. Like that's the dream scenario. It doesn't. It, it only plays out that way like ten percent of the time, probably. But like that's sort of the thought going into it. And I don't, they don't like to project ahead. It's kind of a it's kind of a one year at a time deal, and they take good football players. But I wonder about sort of how it's approached and and the urgency level of it with all of that, and then you combine that with the idea of like, yeah, I mean. If we really get into a bind, there's also the transfer portal thing too. Like 25 quarterback is interesting coming off of what you just got in 24. And I love what you just said because I think that there's there's a scenario that you could say that is the ideal scenario, and then I think that you could assign some percentage, and I think it would be close to 10. percent You know, where right. you did have Riola and it did go to Kalen, you know, or it was some sort of a Raylan, uh, Rayola, excuse me, Harbor kind of mixed in as a, you know, kind of another dual threat guy that, you know, and then Kalen comes along three years later. The, the absolute opposite end of that is, is that they realize that Rayola is a starting quarterback. Harbor changes positions. Yeah. And Kalen says, I'm not going to play, you know, at Nebraska for three years. I'm out of here. Great point. And, and I hate, and I hate saying that because Daniel obviously is, is from Omaha and I, I really, as a character, high character kid, um, I wouldn't blame him if that's the, if that's the conclusion he came to. And, it, and we're kind of again summarizing and looking too far down the road for us. You know, it's probably a little bit reckless for us to talk about. But um, 
No, like if we're doing scenarios, I mean, that's certainly yeah, in the card somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a polar opposite thing. And that's why I've, I've been saying for a while, the 2025 quarterback is going to get glossed over because the two guys and because one of the guys you got last year, but it's incredibly important because you could have and be into some sort of form of that scenario right there very, very quickly. And you would need a guy that's going to be able to, to walk right in and, and be that backup you know, potentially uh, as soon as next spring. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, there. and then we we should mention too, there's like 500 different scenarios in between those two oh, yeah, <laughs> as well for, for how it works out and how long people are here and stuff like that. So absolutely, you kind of just absolutely. have to play it day by day. Uh, Munson, we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, let me know. You're, you're always welcome. Doors open for you. Just let me know if you're coming in next Friday. We'd love to have you. Um, but, uh, the rest, enjoy your trip up and we'll talk to you soon. I will definitely be in the market and I will reach out to you, uh, either on Thursday or I'll reach out to you on Thursday. Lovely. Talk to you then. All right, buddy. See Brian you. Munson of HuskerOnline.com. Munson, big grills guy. Not like grills that you put on your teeth, but like grills. <laughs> you knew it. You, I just, I you know, like, I, I, Josh, I have this thing. I see people. I know people. I know people. Of course, I've met Munson before, and he's talked about his, you know, grilling ways. Somebody, by the way, texted in, um, Cody. Hi, Cody. He said, I had the exact same setup as Munson. I have a green egg, a Weber, and a Blackstone. And he's also not wrong about running running out of space on the patio. That's my current situation. Like, I, I have one grill, the kind of do-it-all grill, and I'm trying to, you know, trying to talk to the right people get some things massaged where I can get a little concrete slab down there on the bottom of the deck, you know, and then I'll just fill sure. it up with grills, sure. more grills. All what do you, what do you grills. want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? More grills, more grills. Are you going to use them all? I don't know, but I like to have them like having them, like having the option. No doubt. I they all do different things. I already have the first step to it, which I think is like, if you're, if you're going pre, I want to become a grill guy. Deep freeze. I got a deep yeah. freeze. I put that sucker in the garage. My dad has a grill, a smoker, and a pizza oven. God, the pizza oven, too, I've been interested in in the yeah. past. I was like, oh, I'll get it. I think he'll use it a little bit. He uses it all the time. Hmm. Like, I'm really glad I got him that. Good gift. Like, yeah. That makes you feel good. Yeah. Nice. Josh, good and gift And plus, giver. selfishly, I've benefited from giving it to him. You like, have to. Hey, let's come over and make some pizzas. Okay. You have to. Would love to. All right, thank you to Munson, and maybe we'll see him in here live next Friday. We'll take a quick time out. Brian Christofferson is next. We'll jump into a few of the things that Matt Rule had to say, maybe some comments on Nudgegate. Plenty more with BC coming up on 1620 The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.